Amen. Amen. Good morning. morning. Wow, what a great day. Uh, There's a side pool if anybody's interested. This is going to help fund the church. We're taking bets on whether I remember to take off my mic before I go into that water. You'll know if I don't because there'll be sparks flying. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Matt just said something that kind of I thought about it as he was saying in in his prayer. this thing Tuesday has been amazing. Our, our, our walk with the school system has been amazing. And then to be able to go have a uh, prayer gathering of a multitude of churches in a school facility is amazing. And I couldn't help but think about something I shared with you guys a couple weeks ago that gives me great hope when I think about our, our, the God we serve. And it goes back to Psalms 97, uh, verse 5. It says, The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. This impenetrable school system seems to be melting and we're taking the word of god in there so that that man that is so awesome that gets me yeah thank you heck i'm gonna applaud that that's god when 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 those walls start cracking the the mountains are melting and that's just so amazing to me that we've been able to 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 do that through him not us but through him that we've been able to do that uh and it's, it's exciting to see this is a good day this is a good day anytime anytime we come together it's a good day but this one's this one's a little different to me it's a little it's special when you see, I think what we've seen is really just a move of the Holy Spirit over the last couple of weeks in our kids' area, and it's spilled over into the adults. And because of that, we're going to have baptism. And, and if you've been with us, you know we usually do baptism. Because of we were, a, uh, we were a mobile church, we did it once a year, and now we can do it as often as we want. And when there's a need and there's a call, we'll prepare and baptize people because that's what the, the Bible teaches. So we're excited. So if you're here today, I'm like, Matt, there may be somebody in here that didn't, you don't even know that's what you're here for today. But we're going to offer baptism, and let me go ahead and give you the, the one factor that we say is a requirement for baptism, is do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? And if the answer is yes, then you qualify for baptism according to the Scriptures. If you confess your sins, you have a relationship with Christ, then you have, you've, you've passed the test. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. And that's one of the things we've, we've just really tried to, to be focused on with this church, this body called Journey Church. And if you were with us last week, we, we talked about some of that and, and who we are and what we've tried to do. Uh, one of the things, <clears throat> we've always wanted people to come from outside right where they're at. You, 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 it doesn't work to think people are going to come in fixed, saved. That's not the point. The point is you can come in broken. Jesus even taught that. I mean, he, asked, he told his disciples when he called the first one, he said, just lay down your nets and follow me. He didn't say, let me see your resume. Did, have, have, you, have you read the, the entire Old Testament, which didn't even really exist technically at that time? He didn't do that. He just said, follow me, and when you follow me, you'll learn to grow. So when we set out to build this thing, uh, we had some principles in play, and we've done a good job, I think, of following that. And last week I challenged you. I said, here's what we really want to do. We want to create an environment that captures the hearts of families who've never been to church. We, we, that's what we want to do. We want to create this environment where someone that doesn't know church, they may not know what we believe, they may not even agree with what we believe, but when they see our actions like feeding kids, they're going, I don't know what it is about them, but I want to find out a little more about that. Why they would go out and feed kids is beyond me to the average person. So, so we've tried to create that environment where the average family that's never been to church would be tempted, at least tempted, to come in and see what it's all about. To create this environment that's, that's attractional, that draws them in. And, and also I said, we, there's two Another factor to that, we wanted to create an environment because so many people, and some of you may fall in this group, you may fall in either or group, or both groups, but some of you may have been in church and you got hurt by church for, by some way. I don't know how, so many different ways. But church has hurt you, and for that reason, you've walked away from it. Maybe not Christ, but you've walked away from the church. And Christ loved the church, and he said he, he encouraged us not to forsake the assembly. Church isn't this building, it's the gathering. 
So I encourage you, that's what we want to focus on. We want to be able to draw those people back in because I think there's so much more when we come together. I know there is. So that's what we've set out to do. And, and last week I challenged, I gave you three ways I think that, that we've set out to do that. And it's really, I think it's worked to the point of we've had to start a second service. And I'm so excited to watch, and as I believe, and I truly believe this, this will fill up. Our second service at 11 o'clock, what we've seen so far is the attendance didn't go down. And, and that's, that, you know, that's kind of a great thing, but on the same token, we didn't create a lot of seats there. So the seats are in here right now. But the three things I shared with you is one, is, and this goes back to Acts 15, verse 19, is to make it easy for people to come. To make it easy for them to come. There's, there's no preconceived conditions you have to meet to walk through those doors. Somebody asked me about our dress one time. I said, we have a dress code, and it's pretty specific. You have to have clothes on. I mean, really, that's all there is to it. You have to have, and if you don't have clothes, we're going to get you some real quick. I mean, we are. You, you, but make it easy for them to come. You, you've got to, we put up so many man-made barriers that are not biblical that made it difficult for people to come to church. Well, we're tearing those down. And we're going to continue to tear those down. Then, then the other thing, and, and this kind of speaks to what's happening, is we're going to claim authority. In Journey Church, we're going to claim authority, and the authority is the Word of God. Pure and simple. You want to know where our authority comes from? It comes from right here. We're going to claim authority. Really simple. And then I said, we've got to be creative about it. I, listen, I grew up in church, and we claimed, they, they, listen, they, they claimed authority, but I'm sitting there going, I don't know. I've got to do this, and I've got to do this, and I've got to become this, and I've got to, I've got to look like this, and I've got to, and I don't get to, I, I miss the authority part. So we've got to get creative about it, and we've, you guys have done an amazing job of that. So we just want to keep that momentum going forward. We want to take all that and package it up. Here's the next thing I, I've seen and I want to continue to see happen in this church. Is this a place where families can come? Moms, dads, kids, family, extended families. And they can grow to become the family and the individuals that God's called them to be. We want to encourage family. I think family is so important. I look at this as pretty interesting. This won't stay this long, this way, this long, this size, I don't think. But I look around and this is really, Tammy and I was talking about, this kind of feels like, you've been to someone's house when you walk into the foyer that's like you're a guest and then you get to go to the living room well, that's kind of formal and that's when you get to go to the kitchen it gets really real have you ever noticed that that's kind of what this reminds me of this is the kitchen right now and we can sit down with family we can just be really close and we can have these conversations but we can we can talk about building building this church this body that will reach out to families and allow them to become who God's called them to be that's what we really should be about is encouraging and building up, and, and we should be so enthusiastic. We talked about it last week. Somebody posted church should be the same as a ball game when you should be dumping Gatorade on each other's heads, not mine, but on your own heads. And <laughs> but, but one of our goals is to help families bring their children up in a loving environment of Jesus Christ. This isn't difficult, folks. I don't know where along the path we decided church had to be hard because it was never meant to be hard. So I, today, I just want to, I, I want to, challenge us to stay on this path of, of becoming that church where families outside again they may not believe they might not even understand what we believe but they say I don't know but I see their kids and they're behaved and, and they're helping other kids and the moms and the dads aren't fussing and bickering and fighting all the time and and they're courteous when they're in Walmart and and, and people are cutting them off in the streets and I want to see what that's all about and that's really what Jesus teaches is just to love each other and to become that group and that 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 body but one of the things that's just really been on my heart, and it's been on Matt's, I know, is, is, is really reaching this next generation. 
that's coming up because it's a different environment than what I grew up in. I, I, I mean, we didn't wear seat belts. We, we, we didn't worry about going out. I, I, when I was a kid, I'd walk to school. It was probably two and a half miles. I didn't do it often, but I could, and my parents didn't worry. Those days are gone and over. They are. Things have changed. And, and we want to take, but the one thing that has not changed, that is constant, has been constant, will always be constant, is Jesus Christ and the love of God. That will never change. Hallelujah. Yeah, that will never change. And we have that same hope that we had then, we have today. We just have to present it. I think we have to make it easy for them to come. We have to claim authority, and we have to be creative about it, but we have the same responsibility. And it's really interesting as I watch this body. I've seen that work. People say, well, you can't do that. That's not, that's not biblical. It's absolutely biblical. It's what Jesus did. It's what his disciples did. They got creative, and they brought people in. Jesus, Jesus ate with sinners. How many of you have eaten around here? I'm not calling you a sinner. But we are sinners. And I read the book where two or more come together, there the Holy Spirit will be. So guess what? It works. It's amazing. But I've, I've watched the passion in, in, a, in, in you guys and a guy like me. You know, our youth, it's pretty interesting. When we started this thing, we had a youth program of about nine and then through graduation and one thing, it went down and then back up. But I think our first youth trip, we took, what, nine, ten kids? Matt, is that about right? Somewhere in that neighborhood, it doesn't matter. Somewhere around nine or ten. We made reservations the other day. For Caswell, which is an amazing opportunity. This, this, is, this is such good teaching. It's a week-long teaching. It's amazing. We made reservations the other day for 40 yeah. kids. Yeah, 40 kids. 40 kids. We're reaching that generation. And somebody says, well, why do you need to do that? Because we're going to make it easy for them to come. And when they get there, guess what? They're going to claim authority, and they're going to be creative doing it. Those kids will come back changed, I promise you. I promise you. So you say, well, you're wasting money. No, we're not wasting money. And first of all, it's not our money. It's God's. It's God's. So we're going to spend the heck out of it when it comes to changing a generation. But I see that. I see this, this, this REACH program grow and grow and grow, and it's amazing. And here's the thing that goes along. This is kind of the, the, the added benefits that sometimes you, you miss. It's when we started, when Matt first got this thing up and going, we're going, we don't have any volunteers. We don't have any volunteers. Guess what we have now? Volunteers. Now, he needs more, so don't think we're done. Listen, 40 will become 80 before you can snap your finger. It will. 40 will become 80, and when it comes 80, the 15 volunteers he has will need to be 30. And 30 will need to be 60, and 80 will become 100. You get the point. Actually, what we're thinking is this will ultimately be a great youth facility. And you're saying, well, that's just crazy. No, you know how many kids live in Davidson County? You know the biggest demographics? It's not me. There's not many of me left. That didn't sound good. It's not me. So we're going we're to work hard. We're going to work hard. I've seen it in our kids' programs here right now. It's amazing. And it's what's driving today, really. It's what's driving today. We started out with a couple teachers. and few, We actually we, we started out at Pickett School, which was awesome, in, in classrooms, and we just didn't have a lot of kids coming at that time. We had a proportion. We had a lot. But we've seen that number explode now. You know why? You, you know why we've seen that number explode, I think? Because we made it easy for parents to bring them. We claimed authority. We made it safe. Number one thing why people will bring their kids back if your program is safe and clean. We made it safe, and we were creative about it. And we fed them. <laughs> it works. Hey, so we're going to continue to do that. It's amazing. But here's what I've seen. Here's, what, here's what's happened in this body over the last couple of weeks. In our, in our kids' programs back here, the teachers are teaching uh, really simple stuff. 
I mean, that's the thing. If you, if you just take this stuff and teach it, it's pretty simple stuff. And our teachers are teaching, and our kids start getting excited. And the next thing you know, they start coming up and saying, we understand, we hear it, we believe it, and we want to act on it. So we're here today, and we're going to baptize. Now, I, I think we've got, we're going to have, uh, there will be more young people because they like to sleep. We're going to come to the next service. But that's what this is really all about. These kids heard this simple message, and they responded. And the message is this, and this is just parts of what they've been teaching. But if you want to get an idea of what our kids' programs teach, and I selectively pulled out things that, that I liked, I'm sorry, but that came out of their lessons. And, of course, one of them came from the book of Mark. Yeah, I mean, you just can't go wrong there. But in Mark 1, listen to, what, listen to what happens. Mark 1, verse 1 through 11. This is the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. That's a real good place, by the way, to start. The good news about Jesus who is the Messiah, who is the Son of God. Can't go wrong. It began just as the prophet Isaiah has written. Look, I am sending, you, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord is coming. Clear the road for him. The messenger was John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness and preached that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. All of Judea, including all the people of Jerusalem, went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. His clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food he ate locusts and wild honey. You guys do better than that. You get chicken. John announced, Someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater than I am not even worthy to stoop down like a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. One day, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. As Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, You are my dearly loved Son, and you bring me great joy. We can make a mountain out of that, and it is a mountain, but that is such a simple story. I mean, that is such a simple story if you'll just grab hold of the, of, of the real meat of that. Repent, confess, Accept, baptize. It's not that hard, guys. It's not that hard. And listen, there's authority in there. I think they were creative. I mean, the Jordan River, that's pretty creative. They didn't go build a little pool. They, that's pretty big. To, it's that simple. And here's what I love about this. Kids, young kids, young little boys and girls, and old people as well, but young, in this particular case back there, these kids heard, and that intrigued them so much they started coming up and going, tell us more. This is what I've heard. Tell us more about baptism. They didn't say, oh, we want to get in the water. They said, tell us more about baptism. Starts to sound like the church that's making it encouraging for families to bring their kids to come so they can grow, doesn't it? When, 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 a, when a, a small young child who says, tell me more about baptism. You know what happened when they told them more about baptism? They called us out on it. They said, we want to be baptized. Man, I love that. Why don't more adults call us out on it? I'm telling you, a movement of, of how old, Tammy, are those kids? First, K through 5? K through 5 called us out on it and said, we want to be baptized. Not in August, right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good stuff, guys. Little kids. And we're worried about the next generation. We just got to feed them. I'm more worried about us now. We have to plan baptism for us. Well, they might think I'm weird. I want to get baptized when I'm 40. Oh, I think it's awesome. Little kids say, tell us more. 
Tell us more. There was another verse in their lesson that I was looking at that was really intriguing to me. It goes back to Psalm 119. Verse 105, this is what it says. I think this is powerful for a little kid to hear this and, and take it and say, I want to know more. And this is what the psalmist says. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. How many of you need that? How many of you need a lamp to guide your feet and a light for your path? Isn't that amazing? It's right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, we need that. And, and I think these young children understood that because it's messed up out there today. I need a light to guide my path, to guide my feet. To light my path, because otherwise I'm going to trip and I'm going to fall. I've done, how many of you walk through the woods at night? Yeah, you'll trip and fall every time, unless you've got a light on your path guiding your feet. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that, it's, man, it's just such good stuff. It's amazing. And this will change. Listen, you want to change the community, start claiming authority. Make it easy for them to come through the doors, claim authority, and get creative about it. There won't be enough seats. Listen, you walk in REACH program on Tuesday night, which is for high school kids, uh, I don't middle school and high school kids. It doesn't look like anything I ever grew up in, but guess what they get at the end of the day? The good news of the gospel. And sometimes, don't tell them this, it's kind of like medicine hid in food. I don't even know if get, they realize they're getting it until they got it. Because Matt is so good at it. And I don't say that boasting about Matt. I just, I just, he's so good at it. He can sit there and tell them the truth and, and right down the center. And we'd be offended if, if you'd hear, hear some of the messages he taught. Well, he's talking about me. You're daggone right he's talking about your center. And you know what? These kids just ask him more. He baptized a bunch a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Because they heard it, they were intrigued, and they wanted to act on it. That's, that's the gospel. That's the live gospel. That, that's the gospel movie. We, we want to contain it. Have you ever noticed? I think churches are the worst, man. We want to contain it. It's in this book, and if you'll come together, we'll sit there and we'll contain it. We don't want it to spill over. We don't want it to get the energy that it has. It has more energy than anything in the world, and we try to contain it. And amazingly, we've been able to do it. Shame on us. Shame on us. This good news that will explode. We're worried about the world problems. We're worried about our country. We're worried about our politics republican democrat independent libertarian i don't care god the father is in charge get over it get over it you come to the second service this is going to sound nothing like this i'm talking to my family in my kitchen right now i'm just telling you and i'm excited about this guys i'm excited when i see kids going tell us more we want to know about this baptism. Can we be baptized? Well, have you accepted Christ? Yes. Have you confessed? Yes. Then you can be baptized. When? August. No, right now. It's exciting. It's exciting. There's adults that have done the same thing today and before. Uh, you, you guys saw it. The last time we had baptism, I think we had about 12 people or maybe 10 or 12 that had said we want to be baptized, and I think we baptized 20-some. They heard the word. The authoritative word of this book about our Heavenly Father, and it moved them, and they wanted to respond. It's powerful. It's powerful. Here's the thing. Here's where I think we've got to really get better at what we do. I look around this, this community. How many of you, I'm, I won't sit, how many of you drove to church today? Yeah. Any of you, horse and buggy? No, you drove. You drove in a modern car? Yeah, I hear you. Horse would have kicked you off. Um, 
You, you drove, and, and you drove on pretty nice roads. We complain about the potholes, but we drove on pretty nice roads. I, I think, I, I don't know, somebody will challenge me on this, and I, I wouldn't argue with it. My guess is the United States has the best infrastructure in the world. Our streets are the best in the world, would be my guess. Our, our means of communication, maybe not the best in the world, but as good as anybody's. As good as anybody's. I say that we have the ability to communicate. We have the abilities to travel. We, you know what that was built for? You know, it was, first of all, it was built by our Creator. Don't kid yourself. It was built by the Creator. Our Heavenly Father gave us the abilities. It was built to communicate the gospel. We, we, we use it for everything else, but really when you get right down to it, in my world, all of those luxuries were built to communicate the gospels. So we have no excuse for not sharing. I, I can't get out of my house. You got a phone? You got social media? You can communicate the gospel. You got a car? These streets were meant to carry the gospel out. Listen, there's a world around right here. Right here, right in this neighborhood, hurting, hurting that needs the same good news that we have that we're offering right here. And, you, and we have the ability, I think the, the best abilities in the world is right here in our backyard. We can take it out. So, so what's stopping us? What's stopping us from sharing the good news? Because I, I believe this, when we share the good news, there'll be people say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tell me more. Because it sure beats the heck out of what I got right now. This sounds better than what I've got, so tell me more. Can, can, now, you talked about this baptism. I don't understand that. Can you tell me more about baptism? But we've got to get out and we've got to share it. We've got to share it. And we talked about that last week a little bit about, about our gifts and, and what we can and what we can't do. But there, listen, there's a world of people around us who are lost and hurt and broken, empty. And, and we have this, this, <laughs> this gospel of love and grace and mercy and forgiveness. Guess what? It trumps all of those. All of those issues, if we'll just simply share it. And the proof, I think, is in the pudding. We've got these young people that we've shared the gospel with, we've shared the good news, and they responded by saying, we want to be baptized. We, we want to go in this water we, today. We want to be made new. We want to, and that's what's going to happen. You're going to go in this water an old person. Even though you say, well, I'm only 7 or I'm only 8 or I'm 40, you're going in an old person. You're coming out brand new. You're coming about, I mean, I hope you grasp that, guys. If you're going in for baptism today, you're going in one person, you're coming out brand new. You're, 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 you're professing your faith in Jesus Christ, that he's taken your sins away, that he died on the cross, that he rose again, he overcome the grave, and he took your sins away. You're a new person. That is so amazing, so exciting. As a follower of Jesus, one thing I learned, for me personally, I'm a better person as a follower of Jesus. The other part that, was, that's, that should be expected is not only am I a better person, I'm better at life. So do you want to be, be better equipped for life today? Then make a decision to follow Christ. It's, it's really that simple. Make a decision to follow Christ. And there may be somebody out there today, I'm looking around and, and this looks a lot like my kitchen. But I, I may, there, there's some folks here maybe I don't know. And maybe you don't have a relationship with J Jesus Christ. But today, you, you're, you're going to make that decision. You can make it right now. You can make it right now. And I'll tell you, this is how this works. This is how simple this gospel is. And this is the authority that it gives us. That if you're sitting, I don't care where you've been. I don't. I don't care where you've been. I don't care how bad your life's been. I don't care what you've done. And when I say I don't, God doesn't either when you give it all to him. He really doesn't. We started out with that, as a matter of fact. We, we, we read that account, and he says they confessed their sins, and they were baptized. You can do that right here in your seats right now. 
Right now, just take a moment. We're going to bow our heads in just a second, and I'll give you that opportunity. If you, want, if you want to confess your sins and accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, then guess what you're now eligible for? Baptism. But I don't have clothes. You've got them on, buddy. They'll just be wet when you come out. We've got towels, too, by the way. We've got towels. You've got clothes. We've got towels. We've got water. We have the Holy Spirit. Somebody might make that decision, and if, if you do, man, we'll, we'll celebrate. We're going to celebrate everyone that goes in the water today that's made that decision at some point already to accept Jesus Christ. But if you make it right now, it's not a waiting period to see if you're accepted. Well, I accepted Christ. I'm waiting to hear back. <laughs> Done. Done. You won't talk about Instagram. How about Instagod? You confess. He hears. He accepts. It's amazing. I, I at this point as we prepare to get started if you have a child in the nursery because we want everybody in we want everybody to come in if you would if you'd slip back and bring your children out of the nursery um we're going to prepare to do this but for and you can do that now i'm going to ask you this if you would bow your heads then i'll pray and then i'll give you some further instructions let's let's pray Father, we come to you today. This is the most amazing time. We lift up your name. We came together last night in worship, Father. The worship continues on. It should never stop. It's a lifestyle. But today we thank you. We're thankful for those who are preparing to come right now. And maybe there's some that we don't even know about that are going to come up and say, I've, I've accepted Christ, I've confessed my sins, and I want to be made new. It's going to go in this water, Father. We thank you. We praise your holy name. Just, just strengthen this body. Just prepare us, Father, to go out that we can share the good news of your Son and of baptism and of, of the life that we can live. That through you all things are possible. That mountains will melt like wax, Father. We thank you. We praise you. Just be with us now as we get ready, as we prepare to go in this water. Such an amazing time. When people confess and they say, I want the world to know I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And just guide us, direct us. This day is yours. Our lives are yours. Our bodies are yours. We surrender in complete obedience, Father, to you. In complete obedience. So there may be someone there today wrestling with that, but if they truly surrender, then they're obedient. And if you're calling them, they're going to walk up and go in this water today, Father. So we thank you. We praise your holy name as we prepare for this baptism. Amen.